0: First let me tell you about our sponsor it's Liberty Safe. We want to thank Liberty Safe for everything that they have uh, they have done for us but we also want to congratulate them for being the number one safe manufacturer in America. They have focus on technology and innovation and style. It's made them the absolute best in class when it comes to home safes. If you have firearms, medication in your home, you need to get a Liberty Safe. You may be thinking your firearms are secure because they're hidden in your drawer, medication in the bathroom. That's not enough. Nope. Huh libertysafe.com go there now libertysafe.com visit their website and find out about all of their safes and the great specials they have going on now at libertysafe.com you never know when bird box is going to become a reality and you're going to need to have a safe everybody in the safe
1: (laughs) the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment this is the glenbeck program
0: Well, hello, America. It's good to be back. It's 2019. So a review of the 2018 predictions that this program made, that I made. Where were we right? Where were we wrong? It's important because we have new predictions to make. And I believe this is a critical year, a a bridge over troubled water. And I'll explain that coming up. Also, what did we learn in 2018 that can be applied in 2019? The seven things that I'm going to pay attention to and I need you to pay attention to in the next 12 months and a personal goal I'd like to see anybody join me on All Begins Right Now.
1: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: All right. Let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It's American financing. Um, You know, I just got a letter from JP Morgan Chase. Scared the hell out of me, Stu. I I meant to bring it. I think I actually did bring it in. Um, I'll have to read it to you. It is a letter that says, hey, if you have money in the stock market, you can use that to buy your new home. Uh, We'll just just count anything that you have with JP Morgan Chase. Uh, in stocks as your down payment. Fine print in the end. It says, uh, by the way, if the stock market goes down, you're either going to have to come up with that down payment or we can liquidate anything. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we have not learned a thing. Since 2008. Well, we've learned a thing, how to how to do this better. Yeah. How to do the 2008 thing even better. Oh, my gosh. Uh American Financing does not do any of that kind of stuff. And they work for you. They're salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing. That means they do what's right for you, not for the bank that's trying to sell you a loan. AmericanFinancing.net. Call them now, 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. 800 906 dot net. American Financing Corporation NMLS 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org Right back to the show in 10 seconds here. So I learned a lot uh, in 2018, and I started making notes um, while I while I was gone on vacation. Started thinking about the things things that I have learned in 2018 that we need to apply to our thinking in 2019. 2019, I think, is a bridge. Um, this is this is a bridge from the old world to the new world. I think it will be remembered in history as that year that people started. It started to dawn on people. Oh, wow. Everything will change. I think by 2025, you will be printing new maps. I think there will be new borders by 2025. Everything's about to change. But who am I to say? Let's look at the predictions that we made in 2018 to see if any of them happened. We got some right, we got some wrong. Let's go through, uh, Stu. And
2: maybe we can come up with grades of these as we kind of go through them. and okay. see how right or wrong they were. All right. All right, you predicted 2018, uh, the Dow will melt up and then crash. Mm-hmm. So Dow did hit a high in October. Mm-hmm. Um, and then since October, it's...
0: I mean, is crash the right word? It's definitely come down quite a bit. 12% of its value. I, I, don't, th- th- I don't give myself... Uh, uh, points on this one because I I don't think this is what I m- meant. Well, I know this isn't what I meant. A, cr- a melt up was not twenty six thousand. A melt up was over thirty thousand, uh, and a crash was more significant. So I would say um, I, I I mean directionally it was pretty much right. Yeah, so but- I'd give it maybe a C C plus. Okay, maybe. Do uh-huh. you think? You think yeah, that's fair?
2: I, mean, I think you give l- I mean. And the difference between 26 and thirty thousand isn't all that dramatic I mean I, you could probably go you know B minus maybe all right I'll give you a B minus on that one uh economic instability will bring with it powerful and dangerous nationalist and socialist movements yellow uh, I mean that's I think I get an a on that one I would say yes I mean that's even if you like some of the elements of some of those movements. Um, I mean, certainly
0: some people love the socialism, as we're seeing uh, in, in Congress these days. Yeah. Tr- Trump but has called himself a nationalist, which I don't think is the same thing as what I mean by no. nationalist. Uh, I don't think he thinks of it that way. But we've seen the neo-nationalist movement, uh, the uh, the rise of, of neo-nationalist in Italy, in France, in Belgium, in Germany, in uh, India. some areas of South America. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a lot there on that
2: one. Uh, governments will crack down on blockchain and cryptocurrencies uh there were some countries did sort of outright ban cryptocurrencies mm-hmm. um in certainly china there's a big effect india um Co- Colombia, i think had something there's a few of them that cracked down on it i mean it, the united states didn't really and they seem to be open still to these things i mean that's a there, there's some, there's some They stuff did that begin
0: investigations. Um, I, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I, I still that one's still I, a question I think mark to me. That's a B. Yeah, because I mean,
2: some of it definitely happened, yeah. right? But yeah. I mean, I, and, and obviously, it was a terrible year for cryptocurrencies right. as well. Uh, still, on that front, we've got uh, blockchain technology will be embraced by companies
0: for hundreds of uses and in utilities. I think I give this a B as well. Fifteen um, percent of companies surveyed by uh, MarketWatch uh, have uh, a blockchain initiative uh, that is live. So adoption is coming soon, but it is not adopted yet. I will say too, at some point, someone has to use this stuff for something useful. Yes, you know,
2: like we, we, we a lot of people yes. like to compare this. People who like cryptocurrencies like to compare this to the uh, the, the tech bubble and there are, you want to look at charting you want to look at all sorts of you can definitely make those ties however pets.com right blew up into this big thing and then crashed and disappeared but we all understand that pets.com generally speaking was a useful utility to people mm-hmm right? Buying your pet food online. We're all buying, you know, mm-hmm. not everybody, but I mean, I know we order a lot of our stuff from Amazon or whatever mm-hmm. online. I mean, pets.com didn't wind up being the one who did it, but at least there was a <laughs> kernel there of something
0: useful to people. Yeah.
2: As of right now, like there's, there does not seem to be, it's all like, well, we can build uh, exchanges. But see, here's the like-
0: problem. And then we get into blockchain a little bit more, but um, we should kind of move on. But um, the the thing is, is that blockchain it hasn't gone to zero no, by right. any stretch. No, no, no. it's still it, it, very valuable. Yeah, it's still very mm-hmm. valuable. And all of these major companies are making major moves. They just haven't put them into place yet. They just haven't cut the ribbon on them yet. And so when they cut the ribbon, but they're all moving, all of the big institutional investors and everybody else is moving and, and spending millions of dollars on, you know, cryptocurrency, um desks and trades and some of it's been announced some of it is is still speculation but it's not it's not capturing because everybody thinks because um because cryptocurrency or Bitcoin looks to the average person like it's a tulip bulb mm-hmm. it's not a tulip bulb. these bulbs you plant. Because they will grow. This is not just a tulip bulb. There is something more to this than just tulips. <laughs> if I remember right, the tulip bulb thing um, was the tulips
2: were not worth four times what they were two years earlier after the crash. Correct. Right? Like, that's still there. Correct. So there's still,
0: uh, still a advantage Correct.
2: there. Um, companies will adopt cryptocurrencies and blockchain. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of the same. Kodak, yeah.
0: Overstock, Chase Bank. Yeah. There's, give it a B.
2: Yeah. Uh, now, this one is worth doing this entire segment just for this prediction. Uh, if you put $1,000 in the top 10 cryptocurrencies in January 2018, it will be worth $200,000 by January 2019. No. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that one was an F. Yeah, I think that's an F. I think that's
0: an F. I think that's an F. But you know what? At some point, I believe that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm with Tika on this one. It makes no sense other than our over-pessimistic view because of what happened last year. There's to bol- too many good things that have happened with this to have this fall and not move. It's going to move. It's going to go up. And when it does, it will because of all the things that have already happened.
2: Right. I mean, it, it's hard to believe these big companies are wasting their millions of dollars. Like, there's some reason they're putting this. Yes. Their cash into that. Uh, the uh, Let's go up next here. Uh, market. Well, I mean, we got that. cryptocurrencies. Uh, that's an F. We got enough. Market to- cap yeah. is an F. All right. Let's go to international geopolitics. Yes. Turkey will continue to run towards religious fascism uh, and will continue to make hard turns towards
0: Sharia law. Uh, he just uh, jailed uh, Erdogan, uh, just um, jailed a mother and son who insulted him. Uh, he also announced that he is going to remove the ethnic Kurdish uh, militia over the border of Syria. He is well on the way. I say that today. Yeah, that's definitely the the way that's moving. Uh,
2: Cultural clashes between immigrants and natives will cause backlash from the public across Western Europe. Uh, Do I need to say anything about that? That one's one's widely covered, I think. Uh, Persecution of Christians, homosexuals, non-Muslim religious minorities, and those Muslims not deemed Muslim enough will reach new lows for humanity in the Middle East and Asia.
0: It uh, didn't didn't do it in the Middle East per se. they have already lows. lows. <laughs> I mean, they're they're at the same s- size lows. The limbo can only go so low. I don't yeah. know how much lower you can get but on that. Because one. of Asia and what's happening in China, in China it, yeah. is. Uh, I think that's an A plus. A million Muslims, uh, and it's just growing in, in yeah. concentration camps, essentially. Yeah, uh, and China is bad too. Yeah. Before we go in, before we go into uh, more, let me just stop for one minute. Uh, and tell you a little bit about Relief Factor. Uh, relief Factor, uh, I'm celebrating an anniversary.
2: Yeah, that's right. This is, I mean, I remember you being completely unbearable to deal with. Thank you. A year ago. Thank you. And now you're just slightly
0: unbearable, unbearable. to deal with. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mainly because the pain is under control. Pain is uh, a part of millions and millions and millions of Americans' lives. And. Uh, the way to deal with it is has been by taking drugs, and that's just awful. Just awful for your body, awful for your brain, awful for everything. Uh, there is an alternative. It is called Relief Factor. Now, 70% of the people who take Relief Factor, they try it for, what is it, 20 or 30 days. Yeah, it's two weeks, isn't it? Yeah, it is a two-week Yeah, week two trial, weeks, yeah. You try it, um, and uh, 70% of the people go and order more the next You know, right after they run out, they order more for a month. It's working for them. It's working for me. That's 70%. You got a 70% chance of getting rid of the pain that you're living in, or at least dramatically decreasing that pain. Uh, I would do it. I did, and it works. It's $19.95 for the three-week quick start. That's a dollar a day. Try it right now. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. You got a new year. Get a new life. Get your life back. Get out of pain. relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Pause for 10 seconds. Station ID. So I'll spend a few more minutes here on uh, the Glenn Beck program going over the predictions that I made for 2018 uh, and grade on whether we got them right or wrong. So far, what'd you say?
2: Pretty good. I mean, with the exception of your cryptocurrency, cryptocurrency. prices, uh, yeah.
0: pretty good. Yeah. Uh,
2: another socialist country will see its currency collapse. Now, this is a tough one because, I mean, certainly Venezuela saw its cur- currency collapse even mm-hmm. further than uh, than it was last year. But it was sort of on- underway when you made this prediction. I mean, it reached a
0: million percent uh, inflation.
2: A million
0: percent. What do you want how do you grade that one?
2: I mean, was there another example? I mean, there's uh, uh, some other – Cuba.
0: Cuba has red lines. Argentina had
2: some issues yeah. as well. Uh, I would say that's a solid B. I mean, okay. I, I don't yeah, know that there was it another perfect example of it, yeah. but it's pretty close. Yep. The return of the 12th
0: Imam will be used by the leaders of Iran in a desperate attempt to hold on and consolidate power. Articles out last year, but it is not, you know, obviously the 12th Imam is not mainstream um but they already I did see him at a uh, at a Quick Trip last week. Really?
1: Uh, yeah, he was getting gas. Uh
2: yeah, got wow. one big on the hot dog roller things, which I was surprised <laughs> about just thinking right. about the whole picture. <laughs> uh but uh that he was into it. Really? Uh, yeah, so wow. yeah. Okay. he is back, but yeah. I don't know if Iran's picked it up yet, so yeah. we'll get to that one after. Uh, but I mean again, that was definitely there was definitely movement in that. So that's a B. The interesting part of that too I think is the pressure the pressure on Iran. I mean it has they that they are further down the road of trouble. As a country, yeah. um, you know, largely because, you know, the moves made, I think, by our government in, in yes. a positive way. The Trump administration has been very, uh, very good on that, I think. Um, China will... This is a bizarre one. I remember when you said this one, I was like, what are you talking about? It was like, it was so random in the middle of all these production, uh, predictions. Uh, and, and I will say, completely wrong, by the way. <laughs> uh, China... China will <laughs> land a rover on the dark side of the moon. Yeah, crazy, right? A year ago you said that. I yeah. didn't had no idea what you were talking about. Yes. And, and I
0: failed. Uh, and you failed. because It failed. happened, in, what, the first week of January January 22. 2nd. It happened <laughs> January 2nd. I was wrong by two days. This one's incredible because I,
2: you haven't heard much talk about it, if you haven't followed that story. Why is it important? Why would you even put that on the prediction list?
0: Okay, because... Because the dark side of the moon is the only place that is completely shielded from Earth. Why do you land on the dark side of the moon? Well, there's a couple of reasons. You could land on the dark side of the moon because you want to listen to space in total silence. Because it is, it creates, the moon creates this hole where nothing that is coming from Earth can get past the moon so there's this hole in space where it is completely silent now look at it the other way because no radio no video, video nothing can penetrate the moon you also have a place where you can do anything you want and no one on earth <laughs> knows you're doing it okay hmm. it's it's bizarre that china is doing this and a year ago, it was, oh, they're, that's crazy. They're never Well, okay, I was wrong. I said they do it in uh, 2018. They did it on January 2nd, 2019. So obviously, we give that one an F. <laughs>
2: Wait,
0: uh, hold it. <laughs> you missed by two, 48 hours.
2: 48 hours. That is an amazing one, though, because it was so random and no one was talking about it. Uh, the, we'll go to politics here. This will be interesting. The Freedom Movement. Will experience somewhat of a renaissance,
0: both in the U.S. and globally. Um, I there is there I, are voices, right, and I think that it is changing a renaissance. I I, I think it is, um, changing. There's a new approach to it, and that's what renaissance really means. It's the voices like Sam Harris. It's the voices mm-hmm. that are standing against uh, not just like Tea Party voices. Uh, But voices from the far left that are now starting to gather together uh, the these three scientists that we had on Mm -hmm. that were, you know, showing that these journals are completely uh, nonsense. The uh, people mainly from Canada that are standing up so strong. I I think there is a renaissance going on. I think that's one of the most important
2: things we can do, honestly, is encourage the voices not. I mean, obviously, the conservative voices are going to be for free speech and, and not for you know, boycotting people into oblivion every time they say something. But there's a, an increasing amount of people on the left who think it's absurd you know mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. is i think incredibly important to cultivate we talked about the mm-hmm. louis ck thing you were you were out for mm-hmm. where he did this rant and he was talking mm-hmm. about how ridiculous it was you know these you know people are like royalty they they demand to, mm-hmm. that you address them in a particular mm-hmm. way by whatever gender they've they've decided on that particular day like that's not like some hardcore conservative they're trying to make it into him being some hater no. this is just these are people who who care about free speech and care about free expression mm-hmm. that are admitting this in public and it needs to what be what would you give that i think that's an a I think that's pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, there definitely has been voices, and it's not the encouraging thing. Is it's not just you know us it's on not top of right? Like it's not that sort of thing. No, it's just not us. Um, the press will be continue to be discredited by the White A. House. <laughs> A yes, okay. Uh, the movement to impeach Trump will persist. A yeah, and you're going to see that coming even more. I mean, that's yes, since they feel very newly empowered now that they have the House, and they will try. Nancy Pelosi may try to stop them. Because she sees she's going to see the political downsides of an impeachment movement, but she will do everything short of that, I think, to to encourage investigations and everything else unless they, until they can come up with something they think will stick. Uh, churches
0: will continue to lose power and influence. Try this on for size. Um, a study of registered voters before the November midterms. Found that less than ten percent of likely voters identified religion or religious belief as influencing how they were going to vote. Less than ten percent.
2: Is there a equivalent number to that in the uh, story?
0: It was thirty two percent midterms two thousand two. Wow, I mean that, that's a fast drop. Yeah, of two thirds. Yeah. So I okay, think
2: that, that's that's an A. Okay. Um, the Mueller investigation into Russia ha- uh, hacking um, uh, and any connection to the Trump administration will finally be put to rest. Mm.
0: Well, I can't it put say to that's rest? a D. I can't say that's an F. I think that's a D. Yeah, maybe it's an F. I mean, it didn't didn't come to rest, right? I mean, there there have been a lot yeah, of things that F. have come it's out of F. it. It's an F. It's
2: um, an F. No, I mean, I, you know, I mean, it comes out in, again. It's another one of those things. It could come out at any any day.
0: The into Russia election hacking. I mean, there isn't. it's not at rest, but there's There's nothing so They haven't far. produced anything yet, not, but not the investigation's not over, so yep, I yep, think that's yep, fair. Yep, yep. Uh,
2: the Trump administration will finally begin construction of a true wall between the U.S. and Mexico. Yeah. F. Thought he would do it. F. Uh, in the U.S., gun rights advocates will finally get their long-sought concealed carry reciprocity. F. Unfortunately, not even close. We actually went the other way. We yep. started having uh, new restrictions on gun ownership. Uh, the Me Too movement will continue to grow. 2018 and 19 will be the apex. I think eighteen is the apex. Was the apex of it? Uh, yeah, it's mean, probably true. Uh, we'll see. I mean, we'll see where it goes. But I mean, they can't even. We can't even play. Baby, it's cold outside anymore right. on the radio. So right. I think this is there. U.S. Supreme Court will strike down pro labor laws that uh, enable unions to take dues from workers voluntary They that, did it. That in did happen? June. Yeah, that did happen in June. Yep. Uh, the GOP will lose the House in twenty eighteen uh, and narrowly hold the Senate. I mean, that's right there. The Trump administration, the federal government in general, will be hung- hamstrung through twenty twenty. In terms of any other major government actions other than military interventions, I mean, that's exactly what happened. I mean, we'll see what happens in the next few uh, months with that,
0: but I mean, that's exactly the results. So what's coming next? What's coming in 2019? And what did we learn from 2018? All coming up. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
1: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
0: According to the experts, here are some of the top cybersecurity predictions for 2019. Ransomware is going to taper off, but will still wreak havoc as crypto jacking and other money-making schemes increase. Government regulation and public sentiment on privacy will drive drive stronger data protection policies. I don't know if you saw the billboard with uh, Apple recently expect more nation-state attacks on and surveillance of individuals and spearfishing will become even more targeted now this all is stuff that you're supposed to worry about I mean somebody's identity is stolen every two second you can miss uh, identity threats you know if you're only monitoring your credit, That's why LifeLock is there. LifeLock detects a wide range of identity threats. So LifeLock, get it right now. Go to LifeLock.com. That's LifeLock.com. Use the promo code Beck at 10% off. So which one of Glenn's predictions
2: did Politico call one of the worst predictions of 2018? You just heard them all. Which one was it?
0: We'll give it to you coming up. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, Pat Gray is joining us now, and speaking of f- predictions, I think Moron Trivia has <laughs> the best record in the NFL now. Yeah, fourteen and three.
3: I mean, there's a couple of thirteen and three teams that may become fourteen and three, but by that time, we could be fifteen and three. So. That's true. Uh, it's crazy. Best, predict, best record in the
2: NFL. Uh, with an incredible commissioner on Friday, you were able to predict the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagle double doink as they won uh, on that, the last second field see, goal. See,
3: and if I had to just predict that game, I would
2: have absolutely said Chicago. Yeah, and most people yeah. would have said Chicago. Yeah, it was an overwhelming guess. But yes, the Is Philadelphia Eagles are still defending Super Bowl champions. Anyone betting yet on Moron Trivia? Yes. Uh, yeah, a, a lot, lot of, of people up. now. Several, uh, really. I mean, yeah. Look, we've had a nice Supreme Court ruling on gambling this year. People mm-hmm. have found ways to do that, even when there wasn't a Supreme Court ruling. <laughs> right. yeah. But I mean, it's, people are legitimately placing bets people based have on results. Hundreds, if not thousands, of dollars. <laughs>
3: really,
0: on more yeah. on trivia bets? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's so weird. I think the bet more on trivia has always had a good, decent record. Um, and a few years, I, I believe, once it was fifteen and one. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, this may be the best, if not the second best second year so It's in the top best. three. For it's sure. in the top three. But that's this. I mean, you can't make that up. No, you can't.
3: You just can't make that if up. If it were up to me to predict those games, I'd probably be, I don't know, seven
2: and eight. Oh, yeah. I mean, experts are constantly under 500 on, on predicting these games. Uh, yeah. And uh, more on trivia, somehow. 14 and three. It really is incredible. It really is incredible. And that even overwhelmed me because we had a very controversial moment in which uh, Pat asked if the uh, what is a common kitchen appliance? And it was questionable whether the guy said stove or soap.
1: It was a very very controversial moment.
2: We even went
3: to the replay machine, (laughs) but it wasn't conclusive proof. So we left it alone. We left it alone. And
2: the Eagles held on uh, again. And Mm. we could talk about that for a couple hours if you'd Mm. like as well. But I'd rather get to something else which is the worst political predictions of 2018, that Glenn's on the list. Yeah, and now, it should be. Now I my mean, I, what a buffoon. What a buffoon, right? <laughs> if I were gonna put him on the list, I would say the dumbest prediction of twenty eighteen was to say that that China would land a rover on the dark side of the moon in twenty eighteen. <laughs> what a buffoon. It didn't even happen until January second,
0: twenty nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> Forty eight
2: hours late.
0: You know this is this is gonna be like the caliphate. Soon the New York Times will have a will have a podcast out, Dark Side of the Moon. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. This is where they get all the podcast
2: ideas, but I they know. make Billions of dollars off of <laughs> yeah. Glenn's predictions, uh, but they actually did have one of them in here, and there's a couple from from our uh, our friends uh, here in the network and, and other friends of the show. Uh, so listen, this is the one they picked because we just li- listed every single one of your predictions from 2018, mm-hmm. all made in you know Jan- January 10th ish yeah, last year. Yeah. So not like in the middle of the stories. They say one of the worst is they rated it 14th of the year, 14th worst. The Mueller investigation will be put to rest, and no significant charges will be leveled against anyone.
0: Now, yes, it has not
2: been put to rest. Obviously, most have there been any
0: significant charges for the Russian election hacking?
2: Right. I mean, I think that's the big thing. You wrote Russian election hacking, and you know, you can come up with this. There's been a total of, as Politico writes here, they've uh, 33 people have been charged with over 100 criminal counts. Now that includes actual Russians and some of those actual russians were in the election hacking but i mean that is not what you were talking about mm-hmm. you're not saying like will russians be charged you were talking about I mean, talk that, r- that this this didn't happen i'll take that well it didn't the, the investigation didn't end so yeah. we know for sure what right. it wasn't perfectly
0: accurate but is it one of the worst of the year
2: no. now you can go on if you want to say charges
0: there no, were no i'd like to say everyone in the media that kept saying over and over and over this time we got him yeah this time we got him i mean so manafort charges but again
2: not related to the russia hacking mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um uh michael cohen uh yes charges but not related to the russian hacking he was doing things that were potentially mm-hmm. illegal related to the election but nothing to do with russia per se um you know i mean i don't know it, it, george papadopoulos uh he li- lied, pled guilty to lying to the fbi but it, you know it was it was related to international contacts and such was that a major right again i did you know who George Papadopoulos' name? Do you even know his no. name in 2018 in January? I don't no. think I did. Mm-hmm. No. So I mean, to call it one of the worst of the year is a bit of a stretch, is it not? I mean, I think yes.
0: you can stretch it into saying so. it's it's not exactly accurate, but it was a uh, Ben Shapiro was on this list of worst re- uh, worst uh, predictions, <laughs> which I totally disagree with. The Ben Shapiro one's ridiculous. They had this is the sixth biggest. Uh,
2: the worst prediction of 2018, according to Politico. Susan Collins and Lisa Murkowski will kill Brett Kavanaugh's court nomination. Now, first of all, Murkowski did vote against Kavanaugh. So one of the two, right off the bat, is actually true. But didn't kill the nomination. But didn't kill the nomination, right? Mm-hmm. Because Collins went along with it. Uh, now, it's true. It was not an accurate prediction. However, they, they came pretty freaking darn close to mm-hmm, doing it. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. It's not absurd. I mean, mm-hmm. I think most people, at, at one point or another, believed that this thing was going down in flames. It wound up holding oh, yeah. on by legitimately because of McCain uh, not being around at the time mm-hmm. uh, by one vote they mm-hmm. hung on. And it was mm-hmm. just Collins or just Murkowski uh, and Collins and that back and forth. I to call it one of the worst predictions of the year is pretty laughable. It seems
3: like what was their number one worst prediction? Because it seems like that was kind of lame, too.
2: It's most of them were, I thought. Uh, yeah, the, the number one worst prediction. Amazon
0: will be place HQ2 in Boston.
2: Big deal. Well, <laughs> so they to put. What, did you
0: hear that Amazon is making Amazon Air, uh, and it is going to be headquartered at Alliance Airport here in Dallas? No, yeah. it is. So they're yeah. flying Amazon Air. Is that for the drones? What is that? Well, I don't know. Amazon Air. Yeah, I. Think I got to think that's the drone program. I don't think so. I no? think it is. An I think it's their shipping. I. I can't imagine that it's an airline, but uh, they're calling it Amazon Air, so maybe it is. Right, given them my entire salary, I, I might as well fly with them, get on the frequent flyer program. I think I it's a combination of the shipping and the drones, but I could be wrong. I haven't spent any time on it, but well, Dallas lost out on the headquarters of the HQ2 thing, right? Uh, and that went to um, where did uh, that go to? New York, New York and in Manhattan. Oh New no, sorry, Manhattan and Washington.
2: They really, they. I mean, they needed hmm. a couple of years to figure that one out. Go to the yeah. pl- biggest city in, in, yeah. on, in America and the place where all the politicians are. That's a That was a tough one. I, how did Amazon come up with that? I mean, wow. There uh, was an article
3: that came out about what a scam that was, oh, totally. how they scammed so many cities. Because that was apparently, at least the thought was in the article, that that was their plan all along. Of
0: course it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course it was. All of these companies are looking to be political now. They've got to be in the media center and the political center, which is which is laughable, because I, I tell you, I I took a, <laughs> Ooh. I took a twenty uh, four hour drive with my kids uh, over the holiday, <laughs> and the dog. How'd that go? Oh my god, fun, was it great? <laughs> fun, fun! I, I'm seeing you, by your expression that that was fun. You bet, <laughs> with a capital F. Actually, I had a blast. The kids did not, <laughs> but I had a blast. Um, I, I'd do it again in a heartbeat. I thought it was fun. Um but the one thing that i noticed driving the country is that nothing's really changed. Nothing's really changed. Politics are changing, the media is changing dramatically, but the people are just the same, the towns are just the same. Mm-hmm. Everybody no no i didn't stop anywhere where everyone was freaking out about mm-hmm. Donald Trump or freaking out about the media or freaking out about any in either direction. In either direction, everybody was just going on with their life. Do you Mm. think
2: it's, I mean, I think because uh, to know that you actually have to talk to people, (laughs) which none of us want to do, and increasingly don't, right? Like you're, you're texting, you're seeing people post horrible things online, but actually talking to people outside of your inner circle gets more and more rare every day. And so you don't recognize that people are just normal and living normal lives. You yeah. just see
0: their, like, online but I don't, profiles you know freaking what? out. I, I stopped, if, you know, not like we were going to stop, because um, we were going to do a total blackout. Uh, but what I did is I just, if I tweeted or if I uh, Facebook post something, I didn't go back and look at stuff.
2: No comments.
0: Yeah, so. I didn't, you know, yeah. after the holidays, I just, just stayed away, and I didn't look at any news. I feel so good. Yeah, I feel so good. When you're not good. looking at the
3: comments, it makes a world of difference. Yeah.
0: The comments inevitably
3: whether you're on everything, whether you're looking at a sports story or a political story, the comments are are, are just bludgeoning people.
0: Yeah. For and no I reason I and I didn't look at I didn't look at any news. Like yesterday, you know, I started looking at the news and I'm like, "Huh?" Government's been shut down for three weeks. That's amazing. I can't imagine what the media has been saying and how horrible it is to, oh my gosh, the mm-hmm. government is shut down. I didn't notice any difference no. in anybody's yeah. I think life. The people that are
3: noticing it are the actual employees who aren't getting and, paid. And that's mainly it. And that's it. And that's a big thing. And I, I
2: feel got, for them, yeah. but I, it hasn't affected my life at all. Yeah. No. I went through a TSA line and the guy... Someone asked, how's your holiday going? It would be better if I was getting paid. Like, I, you know, like that's yeah. real, right? Like mm-hmm. you're
0: I mean, that is a real thing for these people. And it's an important. No, it, I mean, beyond, um, you know, security should be taken care of. The military should be taken care of. Those guys should be th- those are not non-essential employees. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're forced Homeland to come, security right? Is, like a lot of these other
2: people are get to stay
0: mm-hmm. home and don't
2: get paid, which right. still, if you need your money, you need your money. Sure. But to actually be forced, and they're suing over this, and I think they're right. How can the government force you to go to work without paying you? How can they do because that?
0: Because it's the government.
2: Right. But that's completely, I mean, it's oh, completely know. Against I know.
0: everything this country stands for. I know. And yet I they're know. doing it anyway. I know. I know. But it, uh, quite honestly, with an exception of those employees that are showing up and should be paid, mm-hmm. those if you're having yeah. to show up, you should be paid. Non-essential employees, other than that, mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, I think we should kind of concentrate on non-essential employees mm-hmm. being uh, non-essential. Pat, uh,
2: other than BYU winning the football NCAA championship next year, Mm-mm. do you yes. have a 2019 prediction uh, on the Pat Gray Unleashed program that you can uh, you can bless us with? Uh, I, you know, the uh,
3: the insanity will continue. <laughs> Yeah, that's my big just prediction. generally just generally <laughs> the insanity will and get worse. Oh, OK, and get worse. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, there you go. Thank you, Pat. <laughs> Our sponsor. Our sponsor this half hour is uh, real estate agents. I trust dot com real estate agents. I trust dot com. Um, if you want to sell your home and you want to sell your home on time for the most amount of money, please go to. Realestateagentsitrust.com. These are, these are a group of people who are handpicked for their knowledge, their expertise, their expertise in selling a home in your area. And that makes all the difference in the world. The, the other thing that really matters, and nobody, nobody asks about this, is what is your, um, what's your, what's, what's your, uh, what's your media like? I mean, how are you going to get people to, uh, notice my house turn on your microphone there Stu. when you don't think about it it's just it's one of those situations where you're just like ah they're all the same right like you
2: uh, real they're, really they're going to be able to post things in the same place it's not a big deal they'll hang their balloons or whatever there right. is a huge difference between real estate agents and this is one of the biggest investments you'll ever make in your life
0: better do it right the ones who really advertise uh are the ones that get the listing and they're the agents that do the hard work and they're the ones that sell your house real estate agents i dot com. Make sure that you have the right real estate agent if you want to sell your house. www.realestateagentsitrust.com. Welcome to the Glenbeck Beck Program. Uh, tonight at 5 o'clock, I'm going to begin to outline the eight categories that I believe are vital to understanding the next two years, we are going to um, we're going to focus on eight different categories uh, on the shows over the next couple of uh, over the next year for sure. Probably next couple of years, we are in a new phase now. Twenty nineteen is a turning point, and this phase I believe ends at about twenty twenty five at the end of. 2025 I think you're going to see new uh borders um, around the world I think we are in in for profound I said to you before that uh chaos is the key word to look for I believe 2019 is going to be the beginning of mayhem and we are going to be far beyond chaos, and we'll get into that tonight, beginning, and it will run all week. It'll take a while to cover all of these, but if you are somebody that is interested in what is coming next, and what you need to look for, and how you need to prepare, I truly believe that this is the time uh, that we have been talking about on this program for at least a decade, and the things that I told you at Fox are now finished and there is a new phase that we are in now and we'll begin to explain and put those pieces out in front of you and begin to show you some of the way they connect with each other but it is a a year-long process and if you want to be ahead of the game if you want to if you want to argue about politics you know that's not the show for you this week If you want to just stay on the surface, watch the mainstream media. But if you want to be somebody who understands what's really going on and how the world is going to change and how to adapt... Make sure you're watching tonight, beginning at five o'clock, and listen to the radio broadcast every day. If only there was a way to subscribe
2: to a service like this, where you could see this show and maybe many others. Wow well, like, is there a is that a possible thing? Can yeah, you can, you is can, that can part go of your to
0: you can go to BlazeTV.com. Mm and uh you can you can see uh many shows steven crowder and mark levin and uh crowder comes back the 17th i believe of uh this month Uh that's that's big you also have uh you also have eric bowling on uh every night and about 30 other shows Mm -hmm. so make sure you join us now and where was that address again Glenn? it's dot com. and this is on on the internet yes it is okay yes it is i can't wait to see it so make sure you go there and uh, join us tonight a new phase, a new year, a new era begins tonight, 5 o'clock, only on The Blaze TV. Uh, we want going to talk to you a little bit about our sponsor. It's American Financing. American Financing Corporation, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. We haven't even addressed Jeffy yet, yeah. which is an amazing story, but... Uh, Let me tell you, uh, here is the paperwork from uh, J.P. Morgan Securities on pledged asset mortgage, which they're now offering. Mm. And all you have to do is just pledge your assets. And that's fine. Now, if the stock market goes tumbling down, they can sell all those assets and you have to come up with a down payment. It's crazy. We haven't learned anything from uh, 2008, may I suggest you go to the salary-based people at uh, AmericanFinancing.net. Please do your home loan the right way, AmericanFinancing.net.
1: The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: Hello, America. So what did last year teach us? What did the big stories of the year teach us that can and should be applied to the way we look at the events in 2019? We begin there, right now.
1: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: Hey, one of the things we did on the uh, show right before we went on vacation is we tried to make it easier for you to uh, listen and get the information and and stay together for the first half hour, at least without a, a real commercial interruption. So we don't leave uh, the show in the first half hour and we break for maybe 60 seconds at a time. Uh, and this is our first break. So let me just tell you about ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter is this amazing company. Were you with me in California when I went last went to ZipRecruiter?
2: I was out on that trip. Uh, ZipRecruiter used
0: to be this; it it, it was this um, uh, website that you could go to, and it would help put out resumes uh, and help you find people. Okay, well, ZipRecruiter now has become the largest job site in the country, and it was
2: building the economy. Really, uh, I mean, it's
0: crazy. You can now get somebody who is right for your job, a qualified candidate. Somebody you're actually looking for within an hour, within an hour, you know, you used to have to put up a help uh, uh, wanted or a now hiring sign. Now you go to ZipRecruiter within an hour. Most people get a qualified candidate. It's crazy. And they'll help you find candidates that, you, that aren't even looking for you. Oh, yeah. Which is yeah. a really cool thing, yeah. too. ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. Go there now. Try it for free. Powerful matching technology. This is the future. This is the way to find the right employee for you. at ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. Go there today. ZipRecruiter.com slash B E C K. So, what were the big stories last year, and what did we learn from them? What did we learn last year? What do you think the biggest story to take information uh, uh, from was, and apply it this year? Hmm, that's a r- it's a tough one. Yeah, that's a tough one. I, th- I thought it was Kavanaugh.
2: That's a. I mean, that was probably the biggest story of the year. The biggest single single story dominated
0: the news for at least what two months it felt like i I thought it taught us a lot and if i if i may i i I, want to break out some stories that happened last year and say what happened and is there something that we can find useful to be able to decode the stories that are coming our way or to see what's happening politically so let's start with kavanaugh i think that uh the kavanaugh Story taught us many things, but most of them revolve around 2019 is an election year. And it doesn't it doesn't matter what happens, what anyone says. It's all positioning now for 2020. That's all this is. And that was really the start of the election year. It was. It really was. was. Because you saw people. I mean,
2: the easiest examples are people like uh, Cory Booker. I am Spartacus. Right. And the ridiculous Kamala Harris stuff they're all trying to position themselves as I I am so against Donald Trump and the things he's doing mm-hmm. that I will even break the law to do it mm-hmm. remember Cory Booker? Yes, I'll break the law I'm basically this is my Spartacus moment
0: which brings me to one of the things specifically that we should learn from last year and that is that Democrats have no stop on taxes I mean sorry on tactics no stops no. They, they, they it does not matter anymore. They accuse a, a guy of gang
2: rape with no evidence.
0: Correct. I don't know. Where do you go from Correct. there outside of actual physical violence? Where do you go outside of that? But if you look at one of the other big stories of the year, it was school shootings. Also, no stop. They had mm-hmm. no stop on that. So what do we take from that? Well, we take that it's an election year that the Democrats will say or do anything to uh, get elected. They will use any emergency at all, and they will actually stand and claim to be Spartacus when it makes no sense, which is leads me to what we should learn. And that is they don't work anymore. That doesn't really work anymore. And for a couple of reasons, we have so unhinged from reality that people think of those tactics as a joke. When, when you're shutting yeah. down the, the government, we know that the government's not going to f- default. We know that the government is still, the airplanes are still going to fly. We know all those things. The scare tactics don't work anymore. And people are at the end of their tolerance level for this kind of stuff. The Cory Booker is standing up I am Spartacus doesn't work. The making charges and allegations without any evidence to back it up, it doesn't work for a couple of reasons. One, the Democrats have no stops and so they overplay their hand. That will continue. And two, the media isn't as powerful as it once was. Yeah, I think there was a time in which if you
2: made a completely unsubstantiated argument and said Brett Kavanaugh is a gang rapist, there was a time in which that probably does work. Because oh, because yeah. it's so far out. Like, you wouldn't say that if it wasn't true or if you didn't have evidence. And now I think the American people are at the point where, well, yes, they will say that if there's no evidence. We've seen them do it 500 times. So I'm not going to believe it. And what you're talking about, I think, too, when it comes to the election part, is there is these guys are totally incentivized to make this worse. When you are sitting there and you're Elizabeth Warren and uh, and you're going against Kamala Harris and Cory Booker and Beto O'Rourke and all of these guys who have to get left wing activists to vote for them and donate money to them, they are just going to be a constant uh, contest to flop over themselves and move left. It's going to get crazier, and cra- this is going to be a fun year. In that, in that, ex- if you like, if you so. like watching the nonsense, it's going to be a fun year for it. The, the effects on the nation are a whole nother story, but it's going to be it's
0: going to be wildly entertaining. So here's l- let me give you kind of some predictions, a uh, foreshadowing of what I see coming, and we're going to deal with actual predictions here in the next few days. Um, but. One of the things that, again, you get from Kavanaugh and you get even from the border wall thing is that politics is nothing more than a game, period. And it is it is devolved into a game whose object is to piss the most amount of Americans off at the other side. Now, you saw this with Kavanaugh, but you're seeing this with uh, the border wall, the government shutdown. What has this become about? Does this become about
2: um, Donald Trump is evil and wants to stop Mexicans from coming in the country,
0: right? And is uh, now torturing federal employees to get to this evil goal, right? And what are the Democrats talking about? What they want to do with money? Um, with the same five billion dollars? Are you talking about yeah, the- just talking about the de- the Republicans are charging? The Democrats are charging that they're race, the Republicans are racist, and the Republicans are saying, look at Nancy Pelosi as on her list of things to do. And she's wanted she wants to shove this through, um, but she won't touch the border wall. Mm. I mean, there's endless stuff. I mean, abortion, Planned Parenthood, abortion money overseas. Mm. Okay, those are two hot buttons. The border and abortion. That's all this is. This is to piss each side off, period. It's not about actually doing anything. I I go back to um, minimum wage. I don't believe in a national minimum wage. it's, It's ridiculous. The minimum wage to live in New York... I don't even know what that should be. Fifty dollars an hour. What should it be? (laughs) The minimum wage in, you know, Weston, uh, Idaho is probably seven bucks an hour. They're vastly different. You can't do this. What you can do if you don't if you're if you don't think like a politician is. Is you could say, all right, well, every area has to set their own. And I'm not suggesting this. I'm just saying. So you don't ever have to deal with it again. If we're going to have minimum wages area, every area and every state has to set their own. Uh, and it is just fixed to the cost of living. So the cost of living goes up. The minimum wage goes up. We don't have to have this argument every five years, every three years, every two years, whatever it is. They like Even having a, it on the menu, though. Correct. Mm-hmm. Why? Oh, they can, they, it's, it's, they can fundraise off
2: of it. They can get people angry. They can exactly say right. how evil the other side is because they exactly don't want their right. rage increase. Exactly they, right. They want to keep it on the table as an as a hammer, essentially, to hit the other side with. So
0: it is, it's a political game just to piss you off, um, and nothing actually happens until the run-up of the election. And who benefits? Both parties do. I've seen this before. And it is the Orrin Hatch flag burning amendment conversation that we had with him years ago in the Tea Party movement. He said, I can get these people to calm down. All I have to do is introduce a flag burning amendment, and everybody will fall back in line. And I remember, do you remember? You were sitting there. Oh, yeah, you? I was there. Sitting there going this is insane he really doesn't get it his argument was essentially if we
2: introduce a flag burning amendment then we can get people out to the polls because they'll care about the flag burning amendment and they'll 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 come vote for our candidates it was it was like a using that to get people out to vote for the candidates it
0: wasn't a real belief in flag burning stuff it was just a tool to get people to go Mm -hmm. out and vote and i think those days are over and i don't think the democrats or the republicans but especially the democrats have learned that lesson and what does that mean for the democratic party in the next 18 months we'll tell you and also what what did we learn from donald trump this year that is important to apply in 2019 Never more than 60 seconds away from uh, content on the show. Stand by for more field of greens, a product that is a real superfood. I mean, superfood is really ridiculous. You look at the container and it has supplement facts. Well, if if it has supplements, then it's not a superfood, man. It means that it's a bunch of stuff ground up and then they put a bunch of other stuff in it to make it a superfood. The idea of creating real superfood is, for instance, kale, which I hate and I can't stand green smoothies. I had okay. green smoothies all through the holidays. Anyway, <laughs> superfoods. Pleased about that? Yeah, I'm really pleased about it. My daughter was with me. You want a green smoothie, Dad? No. No, I'm a human. I, so no, I do no, I mm-hmm. don't. Anyway, mm-hmm. Brick House Nutrition, they've created Field of Greens and it's a real superfood. You look at it, it just says nutrition facts. It doesn't have any supplement facts. It's nutrition because it's an actual superfood. One scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real certified vegan, vegetarian and USDA organic fruits and vegetables. Complete with prebiotics, uh, probiotics, and antioxidants. It's your daily clean energy fueled by fruits and vegetables for a better year this year. Try it now. BrickhouseGlen.com. Go there now. BrickhouseGlen.com. Use the promo code Glen. Get 15% off your first order. BrickhouseGlen.com and experience a better you tomorrow. 10 seconds for station ID. So what did we learn from Donald Trump this year? What did we learn from all of the Trump stories that could uh, be applied and we should apply the lesson to 2019? I think the biggest lesson we learned happened right before Christmas. And it's that Donald Trump will fold on things that are big to his supporters. But, if his supporters stand up, he goes back and says, "Oh, wait a minute, I want to do over The border is the number one thing I think you should learn from Donald Trump in twenty eighteen and it empowers you right if you're
2: uh, if you're a supporter of donald yeah. trump like he, he really he does seem to move and listen to his his supporters, which is a good thing right i mean i'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad he's listening to his supporters mm-hmm. on most of these cases mm-hmm. um and that we did see that i mean he it, it was. Uh, it definitely seemed like he was going to give in on this border issue, and now he's not. He's got to find a way out of it, and it's not necessarily going to be easy. But it, you know, it's important to stand up for these things. I mean, you know, you wish you would have been able to do this with Republican control; it would have been a lot easier to get through. But yeah, I, I uh, you know, he does seem to react to that. It's happened several times uh, in his presidency, where it looks like he's going one way, which is not necessarily a good way for conservatives conservatives stand up and make a lot of noise about it, and he reverses himself.
0: That's really important because you haven't had a president or even a candidate in, you know, uh, the Senate or the House that actually listens to you. Donald Trump does listen. If his people stand up, he does listen and correct course. And I think that's incredibly important to to learn, especially in twenty nineteen also, um, 2019 can be looked at as a year, I believe, uh, of of a bridge to true fundamental transformation of the United States of America and the world. I think this is the bridge that this time next year. You're going to be standing on the other side of the bridge and you're going to go holy cow it is all going to change it's going to change and it's going to change rapidly and this is the bridge to that uh change by 2025 i believe the maps will have been changed uh, so we have profound dramatic change coming our ways and one of the ways it's going to manifest itself this year is what should we learn from 2018 2018 was the beginning of the Tea Party movement for the Democrats. The Democrats uh, put a bunch of socialists in and you're seeing this socialist wave and they put these socialists in and they're either going to tear it apart from the inside or they're going to become Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, which will. Tear it up on the outside. Does that make sense to you? Do you know what I'm saying, Stu? What do you mean by become Nancy Pelosi and Chuck? They will either become your standard politician, Mm -hmm. and they will just say the right things for their constituents and not do anything. Or, uh, and if they do that, their supporters will go crazy. The socialist supporters are not not going to like that. So this is the beginning of the the Tea Party movement, if you will, I think, for the Democrats in 2018. It's just a different direction. It's 180 degrees in the opposite direction of the Tea Party. And they want Donald Trump impeached. They want socialist policies. They're not looking for Sweden. They're not looking for Holland. What they are looking for is true socialism communism they are looking f- to take the means of production away from uh the capitalists elizabeth warren said it
2: with medications right she said she yeah. wants to create a new new service in which the government makes medications makes them not just pays for them could, that is, actually produces them that is the definition of
0: socialism of socialism textbook yeah so uh you have these people and and i think that the democrats like Uh, Schumer and Pelosi actually lose. I think Pelosi is going to be making this transition again. This is a this is a bridge year and she's going to be making this transition from the new to the old. And I think they're going to be more afraid of their constituents than the GOP was afraid of the Tea Party. And there's good reason for it. The Tea Party constituents, they were just moms and kids and families that came out and had enough and expected the rule of law and expected decency and then didn't get it. And what do you do? You pick up a pitchfork. That's not who they are. That's not who any of us were. And so we kind of just petered out. This Tea Party movement, if you will, from the left will not peter out. Those people are not going to go away. Those are the disruptors of our society, and I think the Schumers and the Pelosi's are going to be more afraid of them than Mitch McConnell was ever afraid of you, because Mitch knew you didn't have any teeth. Schumer knows these people have teeth and they will bite. So I'm not sure which way it goes, but it's going to be ugly you'll know i think relatively soon i think so too because i mean the impeachment battle
2: is going to be the easiest way to 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 see this they're not going to do anything until at least the Mueller report comes out but if it comes out and they try to latch onto some bs thing and force through impeachment you can tell which side is going to be winning uh because the 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 new socialist the alexandria casio cortez group of people coming in are not going to be happy with well we're going to
0: look into this and create a panel to see if if this should be investigated further, like they're not going to want that. So here's the other news story that we should take something and apply it, uh, to 2019, the Paris riots story, the Paris riots story. Really? Here is the lesson. You cannot as politicians or a government or as media, ignore people and expect extremism not to rise. If you ignore the cries of the people, extremists will come and try to claim those people and their discontent and direct that energy toward you. However, the more you ignore the worse it gets. But if you also add to that an accusation that the people are the problem, you have revolution. And that's what's happening right now with both parties Here in the United States and the media, it's the people that are the problem. That has to be cured because that's what's also happening in Europe and they're ahead of us. It's a bridge. 2019 is a bridge. Learn from the past. Apply that knowledge to the now to protect our future.
1: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
0: Sometimes putting things off, you know, is a pretty minor issue. Going to the gym is a great example. Cleaning out the gutters, sure. Securing your home, your family, your valuables really is not something that you can put off. I just got a card from, I have to find it. Oh, shoot. Shoot. Uh, I just got a card from one of the security companies in my neighborhood and they sent out something that said 27.95 it's the cheapest 24 hour uh, uh monitoring available and I'm like well that's just a lie because I know it's not 27 bucks I know that it is 14.99 that's what simply safe charges and there's no contracts and there's no strings attached it is the way to protect your home. Simply Safe Home Security. Go to simplysafeback.com That's simplysafeback.com Do it now. And also, join up at tv.com
2: Beck. If you use the promo code Beck, you're going to get a discount. Do it now. We've got dozens of shows all
0: over the conservative spectrum. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Looking at the stories from 2018 and then trying to apply the lessons to 2019, I think it's really critical. And we could sit here and we could get bogged down on, uh, for instance, the border wall, which is really important and funding for the United States government. Again, really important. However, we know that the you know, United States is not going to default on its loans. And that's, you know, the, the media always says this. Can you believe the, the Republicans won't, they just won't give in on this one thing. They've got Planned Parenthood and they just, they won't let that f- go through. And we could default on all of our loans. We're not going to default on all of our loans. We're not. The media is playing both sides, both sides. They couldn't believe. But here they can't. They, they have no problem with the Democrats holding hostage for one thing, not Planned Parenthood, border wall security.
2: Of course, like I was before with, you know, when it was Obamacare or Planned Parenthood, it, it was how can they not possibly give in on this one little few billion dollars here? How can they possibly not? They never asked that question of Democrats. Why wouldn't they just give in on a five billion dollar thing for for border security? Then you get five DACA. billion dollars is nothing, and they get DACA. Why wouldn't they just give in? I mean, I'm not comfortable at all switching, uh, giving DACA up for five billion dollars of border funding. I don't think that's a good. I don't think that's a good deal. It, mm-hmm. In fact, I know it's not a good deal because they offered thirty billion dollars for DACA a year ago, and still, then I don't think it was a good idea. But they, I mean, this has gone downhill significantly when it comes to a negotiation standpoint, and. They now, the, but the media never puts pressure on the Democrats to give up on their one little thing. I mean, the whole government could reopen right now if they gave five billion dollars for a wall, and they get mm-hmm. a giant thing from the Trump mm-hmm. administration, and mm-hmm. they won't do it. But that pressure doesn't go on the Democrats; it went mm-hmm. solely on the backs of Republicans. The last two government shutdowns always is Re- Republicans' fault. Uh, now that the Democrats are the ones saying no, we're going to keep this, we're going to keep this government closed until uh he gives up on this border funding thing well it's now still Democrat, it's still
0: the Democrat, still the republicans fault. It's still
2: the republicans fault how could they ask for so such a stupid little thing
0: i don't think it's going to make a difference it's not going to change sides there's no there's there's a lot of people for instance let me take ken in california ken are, are you personally affected by the government shutdown absolutely do you, do you care to explain how Oh, absolutely. I live in Mariposa, right on the edge of Yosemite National Park. And when the parks close down and concessions are closed down, tourists don't come to town. And those of us in this private sector up here, we get we don't get paid back. Mm-hmm. So what do you want the president to do? Oh, it's not what I want the president to do. It's what I want Chuck and Nancy to get off their tails and give him the money for that wall. And are you willing to take it in the end and and lose money in the end? Oh, I have to be. It's for the nation's... My grandfather has the Medal of Honor from World War II. I have to have the same integrity he did. It's for our nation's security. See, I think that this is what the media and the Democrats don't understand. I Thank you, Ken. Thank you for your call, and thank you for your service to the country. I think the American people on the Republican side are willing to sit this through, and hurt themselves because this is about security. It's not about politics. It's about security. And you also have those people who are not affected by this. People think that the number one problem in America is the government. They, they, they look at the government as a cause of a lot of their problems. So there's, there's no, there's no love lost here. It's true. There's a, it's a complicated picture, though, with this
2: policy. I mean, you're right. They, don't, they think the government's incompetent. Everyone knows that, right? I mean, everyone's made post office jokes. Even if you're a liberal, you realize this is accurate. Um, however, the polling on the border wall is not good. Even for, separate from the shutdown, it's 60-37 against building it for, at all. Mm-hmm. Now, this has changed dramatically from just a few years ago. In 2010, among Democrat voters, it was basically a 50-50 issue. Should we build a border wall? now it's 89 to 8 against among democrats because because of trump it's be, yeah it's right? because it's, of politics it's because of politics but that is not even a an issue that is a uh, an issue that's polling well among the american people anyway short of the shutdown if you start getting people and this just gets worse right like because you know there's stuff like flood insurance coming up for a lot of people now should the government be in the flood insurance industry no, no. Not at all. Of course not. It's stupid. But people uh, believe they should have it. They are. They bought a house in a flood zone with the expectation they could get it. And if it's not, a, if you can't renew it, and then you have a flood, there's going to be major, major issues here. And so they they know that the longer this goes on, the uglier it gets. The more people, uh, not just the what is it, eight hundred thousand people not getting paid, but also the people. Like our last caller, who's like, hey, I, you know, I depend on a lot of people coming to national park, and my, you know, my business is suffering. That suffering gets worse over time, mm-hmm. and if it's an issue that's not even necessarily polling well, it's going to be tough. I think the Democrats are going to say they're just going to sit back and say, "Go ahead, wait, wait, all you want. You already said it's your fault. You already said it's the Donald Trump shutdown, and we're going to put the blame on you." Now, whether that works or not, I don't know. So,
0: but uh, here's and, uh, here's where I am on this, Stu. I, I am. Mildly fascinated by how this is going to work out. Yeah. But I don't see us. I don't see anybody winning in the end. You know, I don't see a win for the American people either way on this. Do you? No. Because even
2: even if you get the border wall funding, which would probably be the best outcome right now Mm -hmm. if you're you're thinking Mm -hmm. of border security, Mm -hmm. you're giving up DACA. Almost definitely mm-hmm. in that arrangement, mm-hmm. which is, and you're getting five billion, and five billion, which is going to build. I mean, it's not. It's a. It's a step in the right direction, but it's not going to yeah. build a, It's not going to build the wall we were talking. We were talking so about. So
0: here's the other story that nobody is paying attention to. Last week, did you see that uh, the president was considering signing an executive order banning all technology from the Chinese companies on 5G technology?
2: Yeah, I think I saw a blip about that A
0: blip about it was that. not. A, it was not a story that was widely talked. Let about. me tell you, this is a five billion dollar call. It's going to hurt businesses, private businesses by five billion dollars. I am not for the government paying people. I am not for the government telling us what products we can and cannot use. Except this time. I think the best thing for national security is to write a $5 billion check to all these mom-and-pop places all around the United States that bought this 5G technology and have already started to put in Chinese technology. That's the best $5 billion investment we could possibly make for our own security. So wait, so these companies bought
2: the... From one of these big Chinese companies, yeah. the technology for five or whatever it is. Yeah. And and the worry is that uh, this is going to wind up giving Chinese China more control over this coming 5G technology, which is obviously very 5G important.
0: technology. If China has their instruments in our 5G technology, when I say our I mean anywhere in the West, you cannot allow China to be in the West at all. The 5G technology, their repeaters, their systems, all of their electronics that they're building, will report and gather all information and data and send it back to mainland China. If they have control of our communications network, we are screwed. And the president is finally uh, doing something. I don't mean just him. I mean, Obama... Bush, nobody did anything on this. And he finally last week, and nobody really reported on it, that he said, you know what, I'm considering an executive order. And everybody screamed, oh, that's $5 billion we've already spent. Good. Then the government should refund those people because the government is saying now, too late, you can't use any of that equipment. Good then take my tax dollars. I am thrilled to pay that. That's like building a plane that we actually will use (laughs) and will actually help us win a war. I'm fine with that. If China has 5G technology in the United States, we are screwed. Now, tell me, which one is more important? Which story should we concentrate on? Should we concentrate on this battle where nothing's going to change. We're not going to get the wall. We may get a fence. We may get part of a wall, but we're probably also going to get DACA, and it's going to drag on for a while, and it's only going to make everybody pissed. Should we be spending our time worried about that, or should we spend our time educating ourselves on what exactly is going on With the Chinese trade war, because that is the beginning of global war and what China is building right now and what we are beginning to stand up against is the game changer for humankind. We're going to try to concentrate on the game changers this year. And by the way, we've got uh, seven topics that we are going to be really laser focused on this year, and I'm going to lay them out uh, beginning tonight at five o'clock. It's going to take us three or four days to do it, but I'm going to lay it out on the show and you could subscribe to blaze tv.com blaze tv.com subscribe and watch these shows because these are the things and I will sh- I'm going to just lay them out in categories, but throughout the year i'll be showing you how they all connect but i am good at connecting the dots tonight i'm going to show you the dots that are really critical to watch and we will watch them this year for you support point out too quickly if you're
2: signing up to blaze tv.com uh, you should use the promo code Beck to get the discount just so you don't have to pay the save 20
0: bucks uh back all right X Chair is our sponsor this half hour. Uh, make your 2019 the most comfortable and productive year ever by getting yourself an X Chair. X Chair has launched a new model, which for a limited time only available to this audience at xchairback dot com. It actually is available to this audience because it's this audience that suggested it. They said, uh, "Can we get some of the? Can we get some of the extra?" I, I swear, this thing. I think it has a jetpack on it. I, I'm not sure. It's 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 got absolutely everything. And some of the uh, some of the uh, callers said, "Can you can we downgrade with some of the jetpack space technology that I don't even understand?" And can we just get all of the normal uh, adjustments and this great chair for a lower price? Yes. So it's the X chair basic only available to this audience and it's on sale for $100 off if you go to xchairbeck.com. that's the letter x chair back dot com, or call 844-4xchair comes with a 30-day no questions guarantee uh, no questions asked guarantee of complete satisfaction go to xchairbeck.com, use the promo code back beck and you'll also get a free footrest as well it's xchairbeck.com. Welcome to the uh, program. We're glad that you're uh, you're here today. Lots of stuff to uh, cover, including um, I've got a. Did you did you make any? Do you make New Year's resolutions, Stu? I do occasionally.
2: Yeah. I'm. Uh, I usually I don't do like a formal list or anything, but mm-hmm. there's usually a couple things I want to try
0: mm-hmm. to fix if I screwed up life. Mm-hmm. Did you do one this year? It's still the new year.
2: I I have a yes, I have a couple.
0: We had um uh kind of a scare over the holiday. Uh Jeffy had a heart attack mm-hmm. and a pretty massive heart attack. Uh um, real real close call. A very close call. In fact, we found out later that the doctor said that uh what is it, like ninety percent of the people that have this massive of a heart attack don't make it mm-hmm. yeah jeffy uh said this the, uh, they, they call it the widowmaker for a reason i guess <laughs> yes thank you jeffy um and uh yeah i called Stu. i came down from the mountain because i heard and uh so i can't i don't have phone service up in the mountains and so i came down from the mountains and i called Stu right away and uh we kind of just talked about you know what was happening with jeffy and and uh what to do and kind of ended the conversation uh with Stu saying we're getting too old to do this to our bodies anymore <laughs> it really is true isn't yeah. it uh you uh because it's something there's something about
2: having <laughs> you know, my, my dad died of a heart attack there's a there's you know people around you do it and, it, and for some reason it seems like oh well, that's
1: it's distant Old people
2: right like yeah it's distant or Old something people, yeah, yeah, different yeah, yeah. like we're like jeffy's like now jeffy's probably the oldest person i've ever met in my life uh but <laughs> still as a i mean he's a peer right he's like someone we have worked with for a million years he's mm-hmm. been with us this entire time and you know he's our friend and as much as like i hate admitting things like that and you know to see it happen to him is, is pretty scary did you get
0: beat up uh did tanya maybe give you a little refocusing of life uh, no she actually no? didn't really no, uh uh-uh. No, because I had already been there on, you know, uh, I'm going to eat ice cream every night yeah. <laughs> uh, during the holidays. But uh, I, I'm I've I've got to I've got to lose fifty pounds. Got to lose fifty pounds. Is, fifty pounds. Fifty pounds. The big goal is that the actual goal. That is the
2: actual goal.
1: Hmm.
2: I mean, how do we exploit this for the air? I mean, can we have a, 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 an ongoing <laughs> weight measurement that's just posted on the website all the time? That doesn't make me happy. No, I, I. That's why I'm suggesting it. Yeah course um, this is why this is the only way you can get these things can happen is if you get shamed into them i know you know i know <laughs>
0: it's the only way i'll eat a leaf a leaf of lettuce i know but i i i uh, I, ha- I have to do it so i'm i haven't started yet um but i'm i'm going to start in the next few days and i wanted to know if you wanted to join me on some sort of a challenge if the audience wants to join oh i love that <laughs> you know i'd like to lose 50 pounds in two weeks no, I'm kidding. <laughs> You're going to be cutting body parts That's off. That's right. I'm fine so with know. that. I'm fine with it. Yeah, but doctor, my weight went down. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I'm only four feet tall now. I don't have I don't have many of my organs. But I feel fine, or I did, about 20 minutes after surgery. Now not so great. Mm. Well, I, I did wind up
2: giving Jeffy a Christmas present, a nicely wrapped uh, present that he opened. Um, and inside was a giant bag of lettuce. uh But, and then he did unfortunately notice it was Romaine
0: that had been recalled. Uh, So, yeah. Well, (laughs) oh well. I mean, it's worth a shot. You know, we can't care about everything, Jeffy. (laughs) By the way, Jeffy is fine and on the mend.
1: The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenbeck program. In
0: 1970, Simon and Garfunkel released a song, Bridge Over Troubled Water. It's a great song title, legendary song, but maybe more importantly, it is a fitting label for this year, a bridge over troubled water. 2019 is, I believe, the bridge year. Fundamental global transformation is on the other side of the bridge. And on this this path we just walked is the post-Cold War world, and it all began to change in 2008 a year that saw both a Russian invasion of a potential NATO country and the collapse of Lehman Brothers. In fact, they happened within a few weeks of one another. In a span of just a few weeks, it was not a coincidence. We've been on this path for quite some while. We are now entering the bridge over troubled water. I'll explain in 60 seconds.
1: This is the Glenn Beck program.
0: So, if you're looking for new employees, there is a quick, quick way to be able to find the right employee. It's ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter.com/slash Beck, the way to hire people. Now, unlike job sites, ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates for you. It has matching technology, it scans thousands of resumes to identify people with the right skills, the right education, the right experience. The right geotag. I mean, they look at everything. So if you're, let's say you're a Starbucks and you're looking to hire new baristas, you, you don't care about somebody who's looking for a new barista job in California. If you're in New York or Texas, it depends on what the position is. It has so many variables, but they have really, I mean, they have floors and floors and floors of computer scientists now that are designing algorithms that can help people find, in most cases, the right job applicant, or at least a highly qualified person that would uh, be qualified for your job within an hour. Yeah, they have floors of
2: people constantly improving this. So it's way better than it was a few years ago, and it gets better every single day.
0: ZipRecruiter, try it for free. Exclusive website address, it is ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. If you love this show, please show the support. Try it out for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. The smartest way to hire. The Billboard Top Four Songs. Of Christmas, 1991. It's going to be a blast from the past. Brian Adams, Color Me Bad, c Music Factory. Great factory. And Paula Abdul. 1991, Paula Abdul was
2: still around? Jeez. Mm-hmm. C&C Music Factory. Nothing.
0: I mean... Nothing. There was only what they had... Two or three hits. I don't even remember. I, 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 oh, I remember I, things that make you go, hmm. Yeah, no. I, I tried to block
2: out. Gonna all make of you the,
0: sweat. I believe was one of the others. Yeah, which is uh, easier gets easier as you get older. So that was that was <laughs> the beginning of the journey that we are on now. That was the soundtrack of our life because on the other side of the globe, the Soviet Union was disintegrating at the time. Those were the hits while everything else was falling apart. Is it possible they knew those were the hits that just gave up on their country? They're like, screw it. What do no, do they it? were joining the West. They were like, the, the wall was coming down. They're like, no, wait, maybe we should put the wall back up. <laughs> what would the world look like? In 1991, many in the West just saw this as... Great capitalism has won against communism, and everybody's going to be capitalist, and we're going to be things are going to be great in Russia. uh no, no. But we had spent decades preparing for something that now didn't exist: Cold War, nuclear war, Soviet Union, and Western Europe united to guarantee quote, peace and prosperity, right? And you remember late, I think it was, was it Putin that wanted to come into NATO? I know Russia wanted to come in and become a NATO power. China and the United States had come together to eradicate this communist menace of the Soviet union and everyone had direction, but now The Soviet Union was gone. What was everybody coming to the dinner table for? Well, we went on pretending for over two decades. And the signs of that change hit us in 2008, that the world was different. 2001 and then again 2008. We now find ourselves on a bridge to a world that will be as different as the world was between 1914 and 1946. But it's going to be the difference between the world of 19 or sorry 2018 and 2025. We are now at that bridge. We stand looking at a new direction. But no politician and no media source is telling you there is a horizon forward they're trying to get you to continue to look backward they're trying to get you to look at what what is america today what is the world today this is all going to unravel whether you like it or not it's just not going to be the same nato nato and europe will begin to dissolve and new alliances will emerge. I think we're going to talk about a little of this tonight. Is tonight, Is tonight? what are the two topics on tonight's show, 5 o'clock? Okay. Civility and unrest. And then the other one is, I think it's... The yeah, complete discography of C&C Music Factory will be the other topic. Really? Yeah, well, we um, don't have a lot of time, so it'll be perfect uh, for that. Uh, politics of meaning. So we are going to be talking about this. Um, I'm, I'm laying out the seven categories that I'm going to focus on in the next 12 to 18 months. Because I believe that we have to stop playing the stupid political games and getting wrapped up in the media um, and start looking ahead across this bridge. The way things used to work will seem like a distant memory, and it will all begin to become clear this year. I think this this time next year, we will be able to have a conversation. In fact, we should play this break next year at this time and see if you don't say, I do see things completely differently. We are on a bridge and troubled waters beneath us, and they are rising. The waters of chaos are going to put us into uncharted territory. In 2008, the United States was the catalyst. And uh, I don't know what the catalyst is going to be this time, but recession is coming. Since 1933, our economic cycle has a recession on average every four years. It has now been over eight years since the last recession hit. It is going to happen, and it has nothing to do with politics. An economic uppercut is coming, and it's coming at a time when global debt is at record numbers. Consider this. Consumer confidence began to decline back in November. Oil prices are now bottoming out. What, what do oil prices bottom out usually tell you? That the world is on a slowdown. Credit is beginning to crunch. Asset prices are beginning to fall. And for the first time in a decade, interest rates are rising. All of that adds up to a recession and very soon. Now, when we stop buying, the entire world takes a hit. It's the same thing that happened in 2008, except we caught a cold, but the rest of the world caught pneumonia. The rest of the world did not recover. If you lost money in 2008, you not only recovered that money if you left it in the stock market, you not only recovered that money, but if you left it in the whole time, you've now gained 400% more than you had in 2008 before the crash. That's incredible. In 2008, we took a 50% bath. The rest of the world and China took a 70% bath. Like I said, you have 400% more money in your 401k if you had money in a 401k in 2008. In China, they've only made up 20% of the 70 that they've lost. So the rest of the world had Pneumonia. And it has never left the hospital. And what's happening already is is beginning to uh, uh, outline some things that the world has not seen for maybe a 100 years. The U.K. is exiting the European Union. Italy and Greece are on the verge of default. The French yellow vest protests are happening. They resumed again just this last weekend uh, things are starting to add up. Russia cannot pay their bills with oil at $50 a barrel. They need it. I think to be about $80 a barrel. It's never going back to $80 a barrel. Saudi Arabia, I think needs $90 a barrel just to pay their bills. You remember when we talked about the Saudi Prince and how the Saudi Prince was, uh, was actually uh, rounding up all of the big rich princes from Saudi Arabia, (laughs) taking airplanes, right? Mm -hmm. That's because they have no more money. They are blowing through all of the Saudi money that they are collecting it from the family members. They are blowing through all of this money. That is major destabilization. China is dealing with a greater than anticipated GDP slowdown and a trade war. And meanwhile, the war drums are beating with new military alliances forming and old ones dying. I spent a day just looking at the global map and looking at alliances and an axis and allied powers. And we're going to talk about this a bit tonight. It's not going to be the way that we think. You have to stop thinking like the Cold War and World War Two. Those days are behind us. The world is changing, and this is the year that I think we will all look back at and say, wow, that was the year that we stood on the bridge between those two worlds, and we never saw it coming. Unless you're with us, because you will see it coming. We begin tonight at five o'clock only on the Blaze TV. Never more than sixty seconds away from more of the show. Um, I want to talk to you a little bit about Gold Line. The stock market is in a uh, rocky ride right now. I didn't want to tell you I had done anything until I had actually done it. Um, but I took uh, seventy. I took seventy-five cents of every dollar I had in the stock market out over the holiday uh and um i just recommend that you look for something more stable uh than the stock market i think things are uh trouble and uh you can look at treasuries which short term uh you can look at gold you can look at silver you can look at land uh but now is the time please to protect yourself we are back into that area era that we were In 2007, 2008, and in times of political and economic uncertainty, Americans have consistently turned to the recognized safe haven asset, which stands the test of time over and over again. And that is physical gold. It's a hedge against an unchecked government. It plays a crucial role in diversifying a portfolio. Um, It is something that China is gobbling up by the ton. Russia is gobbling up by the ton anybody who is smart is looking at gold right now because when the world goes insane that is where people go for shelter goldline go to goldline now goldline.com or call 866 goldline 1866 goldline or goldline.com break for 10 seconds station ID
2: mm-hmm.
0: This is the Glenn Beck program. Welcome to it. Um, do I, am I too pessimistic?
2: I mean, generally, of course, yes. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, it does feel like we're on the verge of uh, something, particularly with the financial world, that is uh, does not looking So look you good. are
0: feeling it, too?
2: And it's not just me. I mean, they just did polling on this, and they think six, it was something like 65% of Americans believe we're going to see in a recession in the next year. Um, it's not a recession right i mean I, but they're not gonna it's a different thing you're always talking about right mm-hmm. like this is a more dramatic situation mm-hmm. but whether it is or not it's something it's certainly a good time to relook at how you know where your finances are and, and, and where what what you have them in right where have is you your done money? anything i have i've done some yeah i've re kind of aligned my uh my 401k 401k and, and those sorts of things you know i i don't you know, it's, it's difficult, you know, because if you're close to needing your money, right, they always say you shouldn't really be highly, uh, you know, highly vulnerable to those risks anyway. Um, I'm not necessarily that young. I mean, I should, you know, or old at this point. I've, got, I've still got a few years, right, mm-hmm. before I have to actually access it, hopefully. Um, so, you know, I, mean, it's, I don't want to necessarily take it all out, but there's a situation where, you know, if, if what you're talking uh, about comes to pass, it's not going
0: to matter. <laughs> I think there's,
2: I think there's
0: there is a good chance that we are sitting now... Um, financially uh, on the doorstep of a 1929 to 1933 event and that doesn't come back for 1929 didn't come back until 1946 really in the West but you have to remember, you know, you ever see all those uh, comedies like Benny Hill? They always they always drove that three-wheeled blue car, and it always kind of tipped over. Do you ever see that? I, I don't remember. I just remember Benny Hill running around and getting chased by like women in underwear yeah, well, uh,
2: at high speeds with a yeah. song
0: playing in the background. Right. But if you remember, <laughs> in comedies in, in Great Britain, they also always had that three-wheeled car. Well, that three-wheeled car was because... They couldn't afford anything. Well, no, it's because of government standards, but they also couldn't afford gasoline. They couldn't afford cars. Everyone in Europe was rebuilding, so they didn't really get to experience any kind of boom until maybe the 60s and 70s. The The 40s, 50s was all about rebuilding, and so they didn't have a lot of money. It's why... It's why England went socialist with socialized medicine. They had no money left. And all of Europe was like that. What better time to launch a new program that's incredibly expensive than when you have no money?
2: It's uh, yeah, a great idea. That's what happens. People right.
0: get desperate and they start begging for government to help them. And I think that is going to happen um, in the next two to three years. It could happen as early as this year. But I think. The um, the socialist movement is going to become uh, acceptable to many in the conservative movement. And I know that is crazy to say, but you are going to see uh, talk about bigger and bigger safety nets and bigger and bigger government programs um, on the right. You're going to begin to see
2: it. We've seen some of that recently. I, I mean, Tucker Carlson did a big monologue about how basically conservative principles of the past don't work anymore. Is this uh, wait? This is over the last couple of weeks. Oh, I haven't um, seen How that. we just don't recognize it, and all, all the all the conservative elites, you know, believe in markets, and we need to stop doing that because we have to have a government that's going to get get involved in culture. And it was all sorts of stuff. Like I, wow. I, at one point, he said, uh, "The Democrat Party is currently functionally libertarian," which what? I, it was. Like, honestly, I mean, again, Tucker Carlson's a smart guy, but that is one of the strangest observations on any topic I've ever heard in my entire life. They're in the middle of is elected like sixty socialists, functionally libertarian. I, I don't know where this stuff is coming from, and it's, to me, uh, scary, because if people on the right
0: wow. start talking like that, if that, things uh, go badly, man— See, it, I was not—I didn't know that Tucker Carlson was doing that. I meant in the coming year. Oh, okay. Well, well apparently it's already happening. Well, when it gets ugly, that's when, when it that gets stuff ugly, really gets going. Oh, it is.
2: It's worth it reading. Is. Ben Shapiro wrote a write-up about that monologue is, is, is worth your time, um, because— if that comes where, the right, where there's no longer an opposition to growing government and growing government intervention, that's when be. you get Europe, right? Because mm-hmm. there's no side that is arguing for small government. It's big government control on the right mm-hmm. or big government control on the left. And that's a scary place to be. Um, I mean, you, you mentioned that stat on uh, China, which you kind of brushed over a little bit. Like, that's one of the most shocking things. I had no idea that occurred. I mean, think about this. If you had $100 in the U.S. stock market, the, we had the crash, it went down to 50 and now it's 200 $200. So if you held on, you've, you've made a lot more money in China. It was if you had a hundred dollars invested, it went down to 30 and it's quote unquote recovered to 36. You've lost
0: all that money. You've lost a lot. there have been there's been no recovery. And now, and now there's talk about real problems. I mean, think of that you went from 30 to 36 and everybody's been trying to convince you that. No, no, no. Things are getting better. Things are getting better. Yeah. You know we've 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 went from hundred to fifty to two hundred yeah they went well. from 100 to thirty to thirty six and now they're talking about real trouble imagine the mindset now one other thing on china do you know how they do you know all those ghost cities that are sitting empty mmm It's
2: a fascinating part of China. They build these cities, there's no one... Huge buildings, skyscrapers, malls, everything, and no one goes to them because there's no one there. Who owns them?
0: Who owns the buildings? Yeah, who owns those apartments? Well, the people, right? The people own them. Oh, not in the way you think. (laughs) You think it's the government that owns them. Wait until I tell you the economic trick that the Chinese have played on their people... Revolution.
1: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
0: So is this the year that Bitcoin is coming back? Uh, Bitcoin and crypto is not where we thought it would be uh, right now. All the signs do point for a bull year for cryptos. I believe cryptocurrency and blockchain technology are going to play a significant role in the future of the world. There's a lot of signs that point to track uh, uh, a trackable digital form of money as a replacement to a fiat currency. I mean, gee, the Bible said this would happen. Now this is important because right now you have a chance to invest in this technology before it all happens. But I urge you to do your own homework because uh, this is very volatile. I think everybody should have a hundred bucks into uh, Bitcoin or cryptocurrency. Please take the course on it. SmartCryptocourse.com. dot com. Go to smartCryptocourse.com. dot com. Learn all about it now. One eight seven seven PBL Beck. Go to blazetv.com slash Beck to
2: subscribe to Blaze TV. All the shows that you know, use the promo code Beck to get
0: your a discount. Go there now. Welcome to the uh, program, the Glenn Beck program, uh, back from vacation. And uh, tonight is a show on TV you don't want to miss uh, at 5 p.m. In fact, all week we're laying out the seven uh, topics or categories that I think we need to concentrate on in the next 12 to 18 months, and we're going to concentrate on them. I'm, I'm just not going to. I'm not, I just can't fall into the trap of caring about uh, all of the back-and-forth uh, political games because we are on a bridge to a world that is going to fundamentally transform uh, here in the next two to six years. I believe by 2025, you will not recognize the border maps anymore. Um, Things are going to change globally and also internally and things, quite honestly, like the, uh, um, you know, Donald Trump saying that he's thinking about declaring a national emergency to be able to build this border wall. That's no, that's not what we use national emergency for. That is a dangerous, dangerous trend, um, and we just don't we – just, we just can't do that. Um, however, we might.
1: It's kind of we a, might.
0: I mean, we've seen this many times with presidents trying this. I mean, DACA is essentially a result
2: of Obama saying, well, we, we wanted to do this through the courts, or we want to do this through law. We couldn't get it done, so we're going to do it ourselves. The same thing with the bump stock ban, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, we want to get this done. We want to do it through the law. We couldn't do it. So, you know, they just did it on their own over over vacation uh, or late December. Um, this one's, you know, again, like I, I agree good. with the priority that the border wall is important. I, again, it's just a we should remember this is just a piece of this puzzle. It, 40% of people who are here illegally are here on overstate visas. The mm-hmm. wall does nothing to stop them. I mean, even if the wall was completely built, it would help. But it would not be, It's not. it's not a solution to this issue mm-hmm. overall. Uh, it would be great if it was there because it would help on illegal bro- border crossings but it 's just a piece of the puzzle and because it 's become this big political issue, I think a lot of people uh who watch this stuff think either it 's the solution and we need to get it done because it 's a national emergency or on the other side uh, they think it's it's it 's the worst thing in the world when Democrats used to agree with it i mean not that not that long ago in the two
0: thousand tens they agreed with it here 's the here 's the problem uh, when your government is so disconnected from the people. Um, bad things happen, and when the government lies to get things done, I, I want to talk to you about the ghost cities in oh, yeah. China. If you don't know what ghost cities are in China, you need to look them up. Just Google them. Just, y- y- pure entertainment reasons. You should oh do my it. gosh! Watch you will, YouTube videos. You will be you'll be in a wormhole all day long, mm-hmm. all day long. Fascinating. Never seen anything like it. Whole entire cities, completely empty of people,
2: completely built. One of the largest malls in the world is a mall built in one of these ghost cities, which has like one store in it. And it's one of the largest malls in the world. Everything else is completely empty because there's no people there to buy anything. They just build these cities with no people. And they've been doing it for a long time. It's helped prop up their economy. Uh, and it is, uh, and the, what they've done to try to finance it is... is is.
0: Amazing. So nobody ever talked about how did they finance this? How, what are they doing? We've talked about just how it's bogus, how it's just they are just stimulating the economy uh, by dumping all of this money to pay workers to build these cities because they needed. I think it was 8% growth. If they didn't, if they have anything less than 8% growth, they're in trouble with their own people. Well, they don't have 8% growth now. I think they have 5%, and that's what they say it is. If they're saying it's 5% growth, there's no way it's 5% growth. Um, so they built these cities, and here's what they've done. They've gone to the Chinese people. Most of them are working in these factories and have no con- can- don't even have their own home, okay? And they've shown them pictures of this utopian city that they've never been to. And they've said, you can own one of these places. You can own. You're going to you're going to retire. You're going to own one of these uh, luxury apartments. It's a gleaming city and it's waiting for you. All you have to do is just give us X percent of your salary and we'll just withhold it. And we'll put it toward your apartment, your apartment in the sky. Well, nobody has the money for this. And by the time you would pay off that apartment in 20 years, nobody's there. What is that apartment going to be like in 20 years? Stu and I have been talking about this for the last couple of weeks, and there is another government that did something very, very similar In a court case that was settled in the 1960s. Mm. I mean,
2: Nazi Germany did this with Volkswagen. And they promised the people's car. And they said, hey, here's, uh, all you have to do is pay off these, your coupons, your stamps. And if you paid off enough of your monthly payments, you would get the car. So you didn't get the car up front, of course. (laughs) But they gave you this nice stamp booklet. And you could pay them off as you went. And what was really happening is they weren't planning on building the cars. They were taking that money; it was funding their war effort. So they were essentially getting lots of payments from their own people for something that seemed too good to be true. It was like a car at an incredible price, this amazing German car. Mm-hmm. And they paid all of their money to the government while they were secretly building their own war machine. Uh, of course, the people didn't get the cars. They did the same thing with vacation
0: uh, homes. Yeah, it was uh, it was this yeah. big, beautiful. It was like a ghost city. Mm-hmm. It was this big resort. I can't remember where it was. It was all built. Yeah. And you could get into your Volkswagen and you could drive to the sea and you're going to be able to have a guaranteed Volkswagen vacation. Uh, And that never happened. That place was built. It's just now an empty ghost town. But that place was built. And it wasn't until the 1960s when the German people could finally sue. I think they sued Volkswagen. And said, "We didn't get our car. We never got our car, and they got their money back. At least part of their money back. But that's a... I mean, and that is, you know, certainly don't put anything
2: past the Chinese government for what they're doing with the money. But right now, we kind of believe that they're just propping up the economy with it um, and trying to develop things like AI and and all of the other things that they believe are the next generation of warfare that we don't seem to be all that concerned about." That, that's concerning. Uh, I'm concerned about it. Um I know that's one of the things you're going to be talking about this week on on the TV show. Mm-hmm. And looking that
0: sort of forward-looking uh, posture rather than where we're, what we're doing now. I mean, you know, what we're doing now is so irrelevant. It really is so irrelevant. Cuz I think some like it's tough because these topics are important. Let's say for politics, for example, like the
2: border security is legitimately important. It's not something we should just ignore big time. But I feel like there's this thing that we do in like in the media now, which is we pick a topic to just all do drugs on at the same time. Like we all like we could talk about things rationally. But then when it comes to a hot, but like the border wall, uh, we'll all do that conversation on heroin. Mm-hmm. And it's it's so weird. I mean, you know, the easiest example of this, I mentioned it earlier in the show the Democrats in 2010 were a the border wall, building a border wall was a 50-50 issue among Democrats. Now it's 89 to 8. The border the border problem didn't change. We didn't all of a sudden not have an illegal immigration problem. It was because their political opponent and the media decided that the people now talking about the border wall are evil and they're the Republicans and they're bad people. So the democrats went from 50 50 to 89 to 8 in a period of seven years where there was a lot of illegal immigration that happened and we had lots of crime committed by illegal immigrants and all the same problems that existed before exist today
0: and now they're opposed to it we have become an we have become a a society of products that's it we're just pulling products off the shelf and just like every advertising campaign, that product says something about you. That label yeah. says something about you. Yeah, yeah. And that's all this is. This is nothing more than an advertising campaign. And we are really in the matrix. And if you want to get out of the matrix, you have to start looking at reality. And reality is is nothing. I'm telling you, when you understand the 5G China twenty twenty five policy, when you just understand that, it's like the matrix starts to blink. And you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, what, what, what am I seeing? You begin to understand what really is going on. And it's it's crystal clear and you can see it all around the globe. And no one in politics and certainly no one in media, because media, they are just they're not intellectually curious anymore. They really are not. They're into positioning. They're into the product that they are selling. They are not intellectually curious, and they are also many of them not intellectually honest enough or brave enough to say, "Okay, wait a minute, there's this isn't there's something not right here. They're not willing to say those things you are you're an audience that that is willing to say those things you are intellectually curious you just have to have it backed up with facts and I intend to feed you those facts facts and I don't intend for you to take those and ever quote me I expect you to take those facts and look them up for yourself and see if the conclusions that I am drawing are right or wrong. But I can guarantee you that all of the facts that we will give you will be correct. Whether the conclusion is correct, we wait to see. But we have a pretty decent track record on conclusions being correct on big things. 1999, Osama bin Laden will bomb. There will be blood bodies and buildings on the streets of New York City within the next 10 years. And Osama bin Laden's name will be on it. That was 1999 in 2006 or sorry, 2006 and seven was there's going to be a major banking collapse. None of this will stand. I
2: remember you doing an interview with a guy Dow 36,000. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And you were like, I don't think it's going to 36,000. I might <laughs> be going the other way. Yeah. And you had that debate on the air. Yeah. I mean, that's that was back on CNN headline news. Those days, and and still, I mean, uh, that was that we were very early on that one, obviously.
0: We have been right on many, many, many things for a very long time. I am urging you to pay attention right now because I believe we are right again on what is coming. And this is the year to prepare, it's going to start happening this year, but this is the year to get your ducks in a row, and it's going to come we perhaps have more time than we think less time than we wish but if you blow it just playing political games we're all going to be in trouble let me tell you a little bit about simply safe uh simply safe is a way for you to protect your home uh and make sure that you know nobody's going to get into your house can you can you just take this for a second i want to get something here and show you something please. uh
2: sure simply safe of course you may know Has uh, extended their holiday special sa- uh savings they're going on right now going to save you hundreds of dollars uh so i mean look you need you need to get you need to be protected for these things they have uh, no middleman they don't have to schedule the six hour installation window that whole disaster of getting an, uh, one of these systems installed, Simply Safe took care of that, which is the main selling point that we try to tell you all
0: the time. The technology is great and it's easy. I have to, I, I have to bring it in tomorrow. I thought I had it in my bag. I must have left it at home. It is something from one of these, uh, you know, uh, companies that provide security, you mm-hmm. know, Brinks or whatever it is. They're like the lowest. Uh, the lowest price available for twenty four seven security. It's twenty seven dollars and like forty five cents. And I'm like, no, that's not the lowest one possible. No. Not even close. No. It's double the lowest one possible. Yeah, this is fourteen ninety nine. Fourteen ninety nine. Stop overpaying. Stop with putting having somebody come in and put these wires in the wall for technology that is ancient and going to be changed and locks you in to them. Raising the price of that lowest price ever. No contracts, no strings, no wires. It's simplysafe.com/ dot com slash beck. Simply I'm sorry, it's simply com. Go there, simply dot com. So I guess the big Christmas present uh, for me this year was a Kindle Oasis. Uh, oh yeah, There's those uh, Amazon is that the new version of that? Yeah, yeah, and uh, really, really small. And because I read, I hate it. I hate reading digitally because you don't remember things the same way. You can never find them again, um, and so I try to, I try to read something, and then I'll buy the hardcover if it's important. But I read so much, and um, and I've been reading on my iPad or on my phone, which I hate because you get distracted easily. So Kindle does nothing else, at least that I know of, uh, does nothing else um, except the books. Yeah, because I have the Kindle app on my phone mm-hmm. and on my yeah, iPad, I use, and I can read there. That's what I do too. Do you think it's worth getting the the actual? For me, it was because I I want to get away from I want to get away from the iPad and all of the other yeah. Uh, stuff i've been you mentioned
2: new year's resolutions i've been thinking about that one a lot like trying to use that use it less i just i do you get out of it i feel like at the end of the day you just it's just empty calories it It is you know it is i don't feel like i'm better off because of it i don't feel like i've spent my time well no and then when you start you know i've I've installed one of those uh, programs that tells you how long you're on and, and how many times you pick it up oh my gosh and it's just like what am i doing with my life I feel like mm-hmm. if I could eliminate that, I would have, like, real opportunities to do things that I, I find to be important and can never get to. Mm-hmm. I mean, that seems like it would be beneficial mm-hmm. to be able to cut that down, even if it's in half, you know, from what you're from what you doing. Now, obviously, there's things at work and there's you know, GPS and there's lots of things that it's really valuable for. It's obviously great in a lot of ways, but there's so much just time wasting and nothingness on it. Maybe the Kindle is a good idea because at least you're reading long form stuff that helps you
0: understand things deep in a deeper way. Yeah, Rafe Rafe got one. Uh, he got a regular Kindle for Christmas. He hated it. He hates it. He he reads so much like I do, but he got a book also for Christmas, and it was like eight hundred and some pages. It was finished in four days, and that's why I wanted him to have the Kindle wow. so he could have the you know library with him all the time. But he hates it, like me. It's better to read on paper. It's just a different experience. But I personally like the Kindle Oasis.
1: You're listening to Glenn Beck.